Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of Radio Redux. But first, a little word from our sponsors. Product from Ray Industries, from company that make very good goods. It new Yoshi Translator. I just did something in your shoes. It translates Yoshi speak into English and number of other languages. You really need to wash the rug. Personally, I think Titanic was a really sh- film. Languages include. French, Spanish, Swedish, Isle of Man, Hutas, and Uruguayan. Look at me like that again and I'll kick your ass from here to next Tuesday. Send out now and get bonus language disc for translation to street talk. Where are all my homies at dog? Send $20 to Ray Industries or buy at nearest foreign junk selling shop. The new Yoshi translator from Ray Industries. It's Yoshi Rific. Hmm. Don't you just want to go out and buy it? I know I do. While I do that, run the titles. Welcome to a very special edition of Radio Redux. Uh, it's special because we have another one of these sort of buddy shows uh, going on. Uh, it's not DC today. Uh, we had them last time because we have a very special guest. Uh, so special, we've uh, shipped in someone from a different continent via the wonders of Skype. And uh, not only that, it's a she. Ooh. But yes, uh, we have the one and only, uh, we've uh, sort of uh, made efforts to uh, keep the population down to just one, for just safety reasons. The one and only Echo Hawk. Hello? She's very talkative, folks. (laughs) Hello! Hello, you can hear me and I can hear you. Yes? Yeah. Mm. I still haven't sorted out the lag problems, guys. I uh, do apologise, and uh, naturally, uh, she won't be able to hear any musical sound effects that I do. Um, 
once I do them down the mic. Um, so it's it's still a bit broken, but hey, I'll, I'll fix it eventually. Uh, we have say a very special little uh, show for today because it's the Room 101 show. Now, if anyone knows. Uh, anyone probably heard of the phrase Room 101, uh, which originally came from the uh, George Orwell book 1984, uh, which itself actually uh, came from uh, the BBC, because they, Orwell used to have meetings at the British Broadcasting Corporation in Room 101, and that's where he got his idea, supposedly. But uh, this particular Room 101 uh, is... Uh, taken from the series. Uh, that's right, I've come up with a completely original idea, and that original idea is to take an existing idea and rip it off completely. So, uh, Room 101 is a comedy show that was on radio and TV, it's still going. Uh, basically, our subject, the uh, lovely Miss Hawk, will uh, come up with several things that she wants to see the back of, and it will go, possibly, into Room 101, where it will never be heard or seen again, with any luck. Um, however, the person who's going to be judging whether or not it goes in will be me. <laughs> so, um, well, first of all, hi. Hi. Hello. What? Hi. What? Hi. How are you yes? doing? <laughs> How are you? Talking. <laughs> uh, my apologies for that. What? Did you stop the recording? Please, dear God, say you did. No, I didn't. <laughs> we asked. We are still recording. Oh, sweet Jesus. You're brilliant. I'm trying to get my computer moved so I can get a direct connection. Uh, give me two seconds. Oh. Oh. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. It's a bit it's a bit early, but while we get Echo Hawking into a decent position so she can actually do the show, uh, <laughs> why don't we have our first bit of music? And she's muted the mic. So unmute your mic, sweetheart, so I can actually uh, ask you a question. Hello? Yeah, that's all right. See, see I, I can tell these things. Well, I'll tell you what, what we're going to do throughout the show, guys, is we're going to do um, uh, the Ready Redux uh, Russian Roulette Special, which is going to be... Um, Basically, Echo Hawk's going to give us a number, and that number is going to be between, he says, checking how many tracks we have, one, and iTunes is slow, move, uh, between one and 1,388. Alright. And uh, we will be playing that, whatever that is. Okay, so, so um, pick a number, any number. Yes. But preferably between that range. Okay. 
1952 is Sonic Drive some from Sonic X, but the uh, Hironoba Kajiyama only version. Uh, we'll listen to that right now, and as soon as I can hook, move the computer, we'll be right back. See you then.
And we're back. Yes, uh, so uh, that that was, as I say, Sonic Drive, the Hero Noble Kajiyama only version uh, from Sonic X, of course. And uh, we're back, and we have uh, Miss Echo Hall back online again. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, let's get let's get on with this thing. Um, <laughs> let's go with this thing. Um, what's your first choice? Well, you might want to explain it. Yes, yes, because I don't know them yet. Tell them what it is. Yes. <laughs> so, so, so go ahead. What? Tell them what Room 101 is. But more specific, because most. One, what? No, me? I, I already done that, didn't I? All right. You remember the well, music when you went off and, <laughs> and did stuff? I've already explained it, don't worry. Well, um, sure. Okay, if you say so. Everyone, yes, knows, uh, everyone knows it's a giant tangerine that's lived in by an old woman. Okay, so right. we, we don't need to explain that again. Right. So your first right, choice right. to go into Room 101, and it better not be tangerines. No, no, no. Um, it's actually quite, you know, uh, legitimate. I uh, have thought about this for a long time, really hard, but I hate this new character, Mephilis, or whatever it is called. I don't think it's been confirmed yet, but that seems to be a rumoured name. Yeah, well, it's been featured on several sites. I'm currently researching into the brand new launch site that they just... And I just... Uh, it, it drives me crazy. I, Silver? Okay. But uh, this new guy, I don't like. No, 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 no. I've never wanted to kill a character before now. Not even Big? No, not even him. No. You have such restraint. <laughs> I admire your yeah. restraint. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> but, but, so, for those people who don't, who don't know, Mephilis, if this character's name is Mephilis, it's, it's the Purple Hedgehog uh, from Sonic 2006. Uh, which is now called no, now just called Sonic the Hedgehog, isn't it? Because I think they've they've uh, mm-hmm. retroactively renamed the first Sonic the Hedgehog game Sonic the Hedgehog Genesis or something, haven't they? Yeah, something like that. Um, uh, but uh, but I mean, I, I can I can see why you'd, you'd want it was uh, in there. But I mean, um, the does does Mephilus actually mean anything specifically? I mean, is, is it just the name or is it the character really that you're? Uh, All right. Um, well, of? the fact yeah, uh, it's the Hedgehog. I mean, we have enough already. We've got Amy, Silver, Shadow, and Sonic, and all that business. Uh, but I, I just you know when they pick the character names, and I'm yeah, I'm bagging on his name for once. Um, you know they pick a non-tangible object or something like that. This guy is uh, unless you look it up and you tell me exactly what that thing means. I, it just he's so weird. It just no no. I mean if he looks like Shadow, no, we don't need another Shadow clone. We've got robots of Shadow. We've got the real Shadow. We've killed him a couple of times. We do not need an alternate world Shadow right now. Something is gonna die. Oh. oh. <laughs> For, for sheer interest, I'm actually looking up the word Mephilis. Um, okay, so so Mephilis, okay? Mephilis is... 
Oh, uh -huh. Oh it's boy. a tribe. Um, but what also is it? Uh, it's a it's <laughs> it's a herbal beauty care shop. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yes, you know, it's, uh, dark copy shadow. Um, sil futury silver hedgehog silver. Um, supersonic Blue Hedgehog Sonic um, Purple Hedgehog uh, Herbal Beauty Care Shop uh, It seems to be Going well. Yeah, all, all, all I seem to be getting is yes, it's Sega so needs to cut it out really Sega needs to stop yeah, I'll be, I'll, <laughs> I, I I, I agree with the whole. You know, it's, a, it's a school for beauty culture as well. Um, in fact, it's just beauty, 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 beauty. Um, what does Wikipedia say? It, it Wikipedia makes sense. Usually, they introduce one character at a time. It makes sense then, and then they spend one time with one character. It works, but now they're being weird. Uh, even hmm, Wikipedia doesn't like it, so that, that means there's only mm -hmm. one source of information left, and that's Urban Dictionary. So, if Urban Dictionary, okay, so mm -hmm. if the name Mephilis will go into Room 101, if and only if Urban Dictionary is unable to give some kind of uh, decent justification for it, okay? So this is it. Alright, fair. Let's this. Enter. If I had a drum roll, I'd do a drum roll. Do I have a drum roll? I've got some vague sounds. Um, okay. No. Um, you can have um, a sh. No, that's okay. <laughs> that, 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 that's, that's literally it. <laughs> I haven't got much. Um, Hang on, is, is Mephilis M Y T H I L I S? No, let me go hunt it down really quick for you. That's no problem. I think it's M. Oh gosh, M I something something something. Huh. I'll, I'll try it with an I. Yeah. M-I-T-H-I-L-I-S, there's nothing. Uh, hang on. Purp hang on, purple hedgehog. <laughs> Have you got anything at all here? Um, no. Th there's a distinct lack of anything. Just for interest, I'm going to look up Silver the Hedgehog and just see if we've got anything for that. No, we haven't got anything for that. Well, we know Shadow. So, on the basis that, uh, say. Yeah, I was just interested in the Urban Dictionary actually had something for that. No, there's, there's a, there's a, there, okay, there was a whole heap of nothing. So, uh, the.
That makes not much Ooh. sense. <laughs> the third definition for Shadow the Hedgehog on <laughs> Urban Dictionary is, uh, quote, a fictional emo character that only lonely fangirls who haven't beaten enough like. Woo. You all are going to die for this. Uh, let me just see. Uh, negative. Six down. So it'll probably get destroyed. Yes, soon. I'm going to uh, go on anyway. another random tangent. Uh, so, yes, uh, congratulations. Uh, Mythos is going into room 101. There it goes. Uh, right. Um, Ooh, that was nice. That was nice. Nice little sound effect there. Um, <laughs> yes, so, so do you have a second choice, please? Okay. Um, we're going to go on with Shadow. Shadow today. Like Shadow. We'll put Shadow into Room 101. Well, not necessarily Shadow the Hedgehog, but just some things about him. Uh, like uh, the emo and the Shadow and Rouge coupling. I... I it's it's no good, I tell you. I, I I don't. It's weird to explain, but you know, being who I am, I have respect for characters and I research them and I and I follow them. People call it an obsession and I smack them for it, but it it, it just I don't like the idea that you get rouge as such a risque individual and stuff like that. Yes, she has. Hooters. Yes, she does use them for her advantage, but, you know, it, it's not like she's going to be doing anything like that. Sure, she hung out with them on uh, Sonic and uh, Heroes, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's Knuckles and Rouge. Knuckles and Rouge. That is the legitimate only, besides Amy and her very awkward stockage of Sonic... You know, that's the only legitimate pairing we have here. I'm tired of seeing Rouge with Shadow. It just I mean it looks good, but it's not right. So that needs to end. Hmm. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, well, first of all, the whole um the whole nature of Shadow, the emo-ness, I'm not going to put into room one of I'm telling you that now. Uh the simple fact is if we did that, uh all, oh, shadow the would, mm, all, sh- all shadow would be would literally be a recolor oh, of why? Sonic if we if we put them in, there. and it would take it would distract from who Shadow is. Um, going on to the, the whole um, sh- uh, Rouge Doe or whatever the what's the, what's the proper name for Rouge Shadow? Shadooge or what? Uh, Shadrooge. Yeah, something like that. God. There are some couplings where just the name doesn't create anything decent. Exactly. As a as a description. I mean, I mean, you know, like Digimon, we had Ikari and TK, which was Takara and Ikari, and we had Takari. But, um, even, even, you know, Sonomy is acceptable as a sort of thing. That just doesn't work at all. Um, yeah, that, you're, you're right in that you got the two sort of officially... You can't really say they're officially sort of 
link. But it's the two that are alluded to the most in official sort of uh, canon, isn't mm-hmm. it? Which is the which is Sonic Amy, even though it's sort of slightly unrequited. And um, yeah. Nux Rouge. Actually, what's, what's Knuckles Rouge? Oh, they got the family jewels thing. She wants his family jewels, and he's protecting his family jewels. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think most guys would like to protect their family jewels. Quite frankly, it's um, it's just it's just a thing we had. (laughs) It's a a defensive it's a defensive reflex of ours to try and protect (sighs) uh, such areas. Um, But. Now I'm talking about what's the what's the actual short name for Knuckles Root? Yeah, I see. I know a friend of mine like that. Next Rouge. I think it's just Next Rouge thing. I don't know. That's so even that's pretty lame. I mean, you can't come up with a decent. Come on, I I implore the what, fan base to come up with a decent thing for it. Yeah, that's all they can do right now. They try. They try so hard, and they're so they, sweet. They they, tr- they try so hard. Um, unfortunately, the fan base fails miserably on most occasions. Though, so. Uh, so with, with, notable, with, with a notable exception of the Summer of Sonic, um, it, the fan base does tend to sort of just go. Arr, arr, and they just sort of sits down <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> I have something important to say. I have something important to say. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Uh, I'm going to sit down but you now. gotta love them. They're so sweet. They do such nice things for each other sometimes. They, they they work hard a lot of the time, and I they know. produce a lot of um, bitching and. Uh, hey hey, ease off the forum now. <laughs> Who was that? I I wasn't actually talking about the forum now. I was just I was merely talking about uh, the uh, interrelationshipness of uh, well the. Fan base as a whole, it still needs working on, I think. But uh, that's another story for another time. Uh, yeah, yes, um, I, I do kind of agree with that. The whole Rouge Shadow thing, why do people get going on about it? I do not know. Um, it's been made pretty clear that it's just Rouge and Shadow are very good friends. They trust each other in a way that they don't trust uh, many. They don't trust many <laughs> other people. They don't trust many that other people, really do they? Sound right. They don't trust many other people. No, though. not really. So it's it's yeah. kind of I don't, I don't know. It's kind of a safety line for them. The the, the I mean, was it? I mean, Sonic X that um, Shadow's seen Maria in Rouge a couple of times. I mean, he's, he's seen. It seems he's seen Maria in anyone. Yeah. I'm pretty certain if I if I met Shadow and sort of just sort of sighed, he'd suddenly think I was Maria. Um, especially if I coughed several times. That would be him. funny. That would be hilarious. Maria. You're gonna have to use that for a comic now. That's actually a fantastic idea. He just sees Maria uh, from everyone, sort of. That's Maria. You mean like That's how Maria. the uh, Mexicans Maria. see all the Virgin Marys there? And everything. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Not to take any offence, but I'm that, just that's saying. Good. That's, that's, that'd be brilliant. Amy bakes a cake, and Shadow sees the the image of Maria in it or something. 
I don't know. I'm, I've always been curious of what that relationship was, but I will not oh, accept shit. the fact that it was like a, a you know, yeah, relationship. They weren't lovers. I'm sorry. I will never accept that. What was your Shadow of Maria? No. But, uh, yeah, I wanted to know if they were like, what, what the heck has possessed him so much? Besides seeing her die, it's just, why is he so stuck on her? I don't know. It's, it's curious. I, I think he saw, he saw Maria as his hope, in a way. And when she died, his hope kind of died along Maria. Maria, yeah. He 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 saw he saw he saw in Maria everything that um, was good about humanity, yeah. and when humanity turned around and killed Maria, he wasn't too chuffed about it. I think it's fair to say. Um, but uh, yes, so so, uh, you, so your tr- your choice for the whole the whole Rouge I completely understand and agree with. Uh, people, sh- uh, although the ho- as a friendship relationship, it's uh, kind of acceptable. And I, I do accept that people have. I uh, wish to sort of go into various couplings, etc. But, but Shadow Rouge, it's been made so clear that they are just friends. Um, I think I agree, and I hereby put uh, the Shadow Rouge coupling into Room 101. <laughs> Splash, there we go. We should have a fanfare or something when it goes in, wouldn't they? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. That that kind of hit the ground with a dull thud, so I don't really know what you dropped in, but... Uh. Um, it, it was actually... It was actually Rouge. <laughs> I thought that was the best <laughs> way. Oh, well, no. It, 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 it was one of Rouge's supportive bras, because uh, there's enough metal in that to raise the Titanic, probably, but... Um, but uh, I think it's time for another piece of music, don't you? I think we need a break. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, <laughs> yes. we need a, I think we need a break after all that, guys. So um, uh, feel free to pick another piece of music. It's now uh, so it's one, two. Well, it's now f- uh, thirteen hundred eighty-seven. So you've got uh, a fair old range there. Okay, let's do six, six, six. Six six six. The uh, number of the beast Woo-hoo. is, in fact, um, twenty-two seconds long. So it's not going to be very hard. <laughs> uh, but which is uh, the <laughs> the uh, the second end of Sonic 3D. It's the end game two or Chaos Emeralds theme. Um, uh, we will have that next. But how about you pick another two, and then we'll have a sort of a bit of a decent break. Um, All right, a thousand. Thousand. Yes. Hang on, let me just delete Endgame two from that. So, one thousand uh, is uh, hey, it's an overclocked remix. Uh, Sonic and Knuckles, and it's uh, Deep Damp Sandcastle by Beat Drop. Um, that's going to be uh, after that. And your third choice. Mm, six. Six. That's my lucky number. Well, besides 22, but I won't push you that far. Well, six is kind of six is kind of short as well. It's the original dungeon theme from the original Legend of Zelda. Oh, so, 22. Um, Why do I always pick the sucky ones? God. Uh, well, it's bit, the, the more sucky ones you pick, the uh, less likely you are to have, because I did actually remove all most of the sucky ones. Um... Oh, can you pick another one? <laughs> it's, it's not for anything. It's just that I don't know 
what this track you is. Stop trying to justify it and play some music already. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you don't know what it but is. I'll pick an, oh I, my god. I picked. Well, no, because no, it's 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 from, it's from Majora's Mask, but it, for some reason it just goes Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask cut. I've got no idea what cut means. So in which case I'm going to pick 99. <laughs> Whatever 99 is. And okay. That's, that's actually from Majora's Mask as well. That's when the moon disappears. That's so right at the end. Um, those are coming up for you in a moment. You need guys. to seriously think this through, man. <laughs> it's the Russian roulette. It's random. I don't know what's going on. Neither do they. It's exciting. Okay. No. I know. <laughs> but I I'll, know. But I'll deal. You know, We're I'll all deal confused. with it. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs> right. Here's a whole sack load of music for you, and uh, we'll see you in a bit. We have some more Room 101 bizarreness. Later. Radio Redux.
Yeah, and I hope you enjoyed that. Obviously, uh, that last track was The Moon Disappears from uh, Majora's Mask. We'll have some more music coming up for you in a bit. But before that, it's uh, Echo Hawks. was his third choice, I suppose. And uh, what's that, Echo? Um, okay, this is about real life now. This isn't Sonic Fried, so... Um, I decided to... Uh, Pick Asians and their stereotypes. People say that uh, Asians can't drive. When I went to Japan myself, and um, I can attest otherwise. That's for certain. So. So let me just let me just sort of commit. It's, it's racial stereotypes specifically against uh, Asians and Asian culture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, you know, you've got all sorts of different things. Like we all, they all look the same and stuff like that. Yeah, they have similarities. You'll never see more black hair than in Japan or anything like that. You know, but that's just that's just how their culture is. I mean, I got to give them credit for that. Me, I've got more mixed blood than I'd prefer in an alcoholic drink. Okay, so <laughs> it's it's not. It's not something I'm necessarily proud of, and I'm really just amazed by their culture and everything, being that I was living amongst them in the middle of nowhere in Japan. So, But um, as far as their driving goes, I just, um, I, I've ridden in the cars with them, and honestly, they in the six weeks I was there, I heard one car crash in Tokyo. That was the only one I heard. And um, uh, their their roads actually are, like, probably smaller than what they should be. There's like maybe one car that should go down those roads and they somehow manage to never hit each other. They never get into accidents. It scares me. Honestly, they drive fast and they have these ridiculously small roads. It's it's frightening, but it's absolutely true that they're just wonderful drivers. Yes, I probably you saw realize, you, you just you 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 did realise in that first, but you did kind of suggest that you were a vampire. I'm just sort of saying that. I am not a now vampire. You you suggested it. Have to. <laughs> no, I did not. You you, you suggested Great, like no, everybody's going to think it just because you said it. I have mixed blood. Hey, hey if, it's the, if it's the truth. <sighs> yes, but you said. <laughs> you said. <laughs> that I've been more mixed blood than I prefer in a cocktail or an alcoholic beverage, you said. Yes, I want to suck your blood. That's brilliant, really. Well, if, yeah, you, if you just wanted to suck, you're doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Shut <laughs> up, it's not my fault. <laughs> What were we talking about? Uh, oh, it was an Asian thing, wasn't it? I um, hate mention- computers. Right, um... Yes. That's a pity, because they love you. <laughs> um... I know. They yeah. So nice. uh, I mean, it's... I mean, it's... I mean, my goodness. Uh, my goodness. Um... I... Of, of course that's going to have to go into one, because any kind of stereotype in that way would have to go into one. Um... But... See if I <laughs> see now. Now we get to a bit of because stereotypes is what fourth. Okay, what I think I'll do mm-hmm. is I'll agree to put it into room one hundred one, but oh, but only under false stereotypes. 
If I put stereotypes yes, into the real world that were, actu- that, were, that were actually accurate... Uh, stereotype. Then, um, then, then the world would get lot. The world would get a lot duller. Yeah, I, I um, as, it, as as everything that goes into Room One One becomes fact and is basically removed from the space time continuum. I, I don't want you personally to be responsible uh, for you know oh, making I can the get world rid of one. And the li- the Just lives one. of Just several one. billion people making their lives slightly duller. I. See, it's, I don't want that responsibility on your head. Believe so me, if I need to... Be <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, it's not going to hurt them to lose one. Hmm. Great, so, or it's well, going to hurt so you. Is it go, it's going to hurt me. Not physically, I hope. Um, but <laughs> hey, you never know. Um... Right, okay. I have, I have reached my decision. Um, so as I remember what that was. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. My decision is that you suck. <laughs> oh, sorry, bad habit. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Anyway, yes, so, right, so, so false stereotypes... Do you want me to narrow it down to full stereotypes of just specifically Asians, though? Or, or what? Well, uh, Asians and driving. I'm going to go with that. Right, so full stereotypes of Asians and driving. <laughs> mm-hmm. Any specific it's Asians true. now? You do, you want narrow, like, do you want to narrow it down to a specific country? Well, right. <laughs> sure, we'll wing it with... Well, we'll go with Japan. We'll go with Japan. Right. <laughs> False stereotypes. What? I said Japan Asians, like three specifically, times. Specifically Japanese. Yes. And they're driving. <laughs> it's true, okay. I mean, do you, want to, do you want to narrow it down so that we was le- they're left and right-handed as well? or? Um? No, well, that's, that should be fine for you, you almighty bugger. Right, so full stereotypes of Asians, specifically Japanese Asians, driving cars, whether left or right-handed, uh, goes into Room 101, as well as this entire conversation, I think, as well. <laughs> going to Room 101 as well. Okay, uh, and uh, there it goes. Well, that was and, very uh, interesting. good riddance to it. <laughs> that was very bizarre. <laughs> Oh, right. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> another piece of music, I think. Okay. <laughs> well, just one one quick track. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, pick a number between He's 1 and 1383. 1383. The last one? Yes. Well, that works out okay. It's actually um, the song Check by Zebrahead, which was used on Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Uh, that's coming up for you right now, guys. Um, before we disappear, what's your next one going to be? I didn't think we were doing that many. I was kind of hoping we wouldn't. 
Well, there you go, folks. Suspense. Find out the answer after this music break. Um, and hopefully Echo Hawk will actually find out the question after this <laughs> break as well. Uh, we'll see you in a bit, guys. Okay. Radio Redux. I love this show. It's a great show. It's just so much fun. of music um, I'm going to have a few of the questions now um, just here there and everywhere um, okay well actually first up we've actually got an open letter from the forum um, there was a bit of a problem um, the other week which, which is unusual because obviously the forum mm-hmm. never has problems ever uh, <laughs> And never ever gets in trouble. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the letter reads as follows. Um, Dear AUK, Greetings, in case you didn't know already, I am CG Merle, creator of the CJF Network and third in command of Echo World Forums. After much consideration, I have decided to send you this. Though what I believe to be a relatively reliable fashion through the unofficial Sonic X forum, which so frequently lurk. 
Um, well, don't look in there that frequently, but I did spot this. Uh, first, I would like to apologise on behalf of the entire forum for the recent rash of flamings, squabblings, arguings that seems to be plaguing this place. I have already drawn up plans to help nullify such problems, which, when ready, I will discuss with my superior, Mr. Shazza, before implementation. Perhaps for good! Now that the serious stuff is out of the way, a question or two. Um, what do you think of the idea of the live-action Transformers movie coming out in summer 2007? I and several other EW members are great TF fans, and I thought I'd be interested in hearing your input. Uh, you can check out the movie site um, here, and then he doesn't give me the link, but uh, I actually have seen it anyway. Um, yeah. The, the only bad thing about the Transformers movie is having to wait until September uh, to uh, summer 2007, as far as I'm concerned. It, it looks like it could be moderately good, uh, and they've already got uh, the legend back to uh, voice Optimus Prime, so uh, good old Peter, so he'll be uh, in that. Um, wh what's your thoughts on the Transformers movie, uh, Echo? Um, I don't know. I mean, uh, the first thing I know is my dad comes running, screaming through the theater, They're gonna have a movie! That's, that's, I, I, I've never been a huge fan. <laughs> but, but, but what was that about the Transformers movie, or was he just running through the cinema going, They're gonna have a movie? <laughs> because it, cause if, yeah, it was that, it if it was, was the that, then, um, that's, obviously that's kind of obvious. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, we that'd were like there running right next to him, like we just saw it. That'd be like running for the supermarket says, we're gonna have food! <laughs> no, my dad's not that crazy yet. So, I'm gonna give him some credit and say, yes, I was sitting next to him, and he jumps up and just in shock and runs, and it's just, oh, it was brilliant, but eh, I, I've never been a huge fan. I, I like the uh, Beast Wars or whatever it was a few years ago. I think it's cool. I'll see it. Yes. It's it's great. Fine. Cool. All <sighs> you should bring up Beast Wars, um, random... Um, reboot juxtaposition um, in that I'm uh, was very sad to hear the other day that uh, Tony J died uh, Tony J voiced Megabyte in uh, reboot and he actually voiced mm -hmm. alongside uh, Long John mm -hmm. Baldy who was of course uh, the voice of Robotnik in the original uh, Adventures of um, Sonic the Hedgehog cartoon mm -hmm. um, he, he was also in a couple of other things he was like it's in, not a good day to be a Clark, no not particularly uh, those Clark the new Adventures of Superman um, he was sort of Lex Luthor's sort of um, butlery type chief vice henchman thing. Uh, that was it. That was the most sort of sort of uh, well-known acting role he did. But he did a lot of uh, stuff. There's a lot of there's a whole load of links actually with um, reboot a lot of other sort of games and stuff. Uh, the the girl who was the uh, adult voice of Andrea went on to become um, Samantha in the first Need for Speed Underground game as well. So, but yes, um, Tony J was an absolute legend and I'm sorry to hear about that. But, but the reason I say it's a link is because Mainframe did uh, reboot and they also did Beast Wars. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I liked Beast Wars when it was on. Mm -hmm. D didn't see that much of it. Um, as, long as, they, as long as they have, as long as it's moderately, it, it makes sense to stand alone and they somehow tie it in with the... Sort of continuum. They've got as long as they have the main characters, 
uh, who are eight and are recognisable. And I mean, I, I, I want I want Starscream to be in there, and I want Starscream to be as scheming as ever. I want Megatron to be Gun Megatron and not Galvatron, whatever the stupid name was that he got when he was remade in the movie or something like that. Um, <laughs> It, it, it just better be good, is <laughs> but yeah. But I I want I want to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Steve asks, asks uh, if Sonic or another Sonic cast member, take your pick, was a Transformer. What do you think it would transform into, and why? Um, I think Eggman with Eggman shape would turn into a um, a cement lorry. I thought it would have turned into, like, a... Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the cement lorry. Even though we call that a cement truck here in the States. I don't have any truck with you calling it a truck. <laughs> I don't know. We have a lot of British-American translations, so... You guys are crazy. I <laughs> You call it a great sporting victory, and we call it being uh, doped up on enhancers. So I don't know. I mean, whatever ones. I mean, so Sonic was Sonic would probably be a motorbike. I think. No, that's Shadow. Then you get Sonic. He's going to be like the uh, the race car. Sure, well, Sonic would be an F1, Formula 1 car, or a NASCAR, or yeah. something. Yeah, Tails would be, like, the plane, or whatever, the jet plane. Um, well, it would be obviously Tails would be a helicopter, but... Um, <laughs> I would pity him, I'm sorry, that's off. He <laughs> would be, like, a really rubbish, one of the really rubbish helicopters. Yeah, um, maybe. Oh, Big would be, like, a crop sp- spraying plane, or something. <laughs> And it was kind of at that point where the entire sort of program collapsed, and we had lots of problems, and I had to go, and she had to go, and um, basically... Uh, that's all we've actually had recorded so far, but I thought it was worthwhile including it, uh, including it for your enjoyment. It was uh, certainly fun to do, and uh, hopefully we'll get uh, the second half of uh, Echo Hawk's Room 101 stuff uh, in a very short time indeed. But yes, it's uh, Radio Redux. Hello, everybody, again. Uh, we've got some more music coming up for you in a, a little while. Um, other than that, um, I'm going to continue with the questions as if nothing has happened. Um, uh, yeah, just sort of finished that uh, question. Uh, so, uh, CJ Mill actually continues his finally song quest. Uh, you should, if the upload worked, find an MP3 encoded in this thread. You um, might be interested in collecting it if you haven't already. Incidentally, I hadn't. Uh, it's the main theme of Sonic 2006, uh, like the real main theme, complete with lyrics and stuff. Oh, I believe it's called In This World. I forget who performs it, but it's not Crash 40, that's for certain. In fact, it's uh, two of the guys off Zebrahead, but they're actually 
re-recording that now with the uh, whole of Zebrahead doing uh, various bits, which makes you wonder why they just didn't do that in the first place. Uh, and it concludes by saying, don't be surprised if you get more song quests in uh, this place in the future. One of my projects includes a few upgrades to this specific area of Echo World. I should hope so. Um, yeah, sincerely, Christopher J. M. English, aka CJ Mel. Uh, P.S. I appreciate that you like my idea of making you mod for the SW Forum if you joined. It's not often that my ideas get such lofty praise. Um, that's, uh, that's, no, that's no trouble. No trouble at all, CJ Mel. Uh, in fact, we will have that right now. How about that? Uh, so, uh, as, as a request, it's a CJ Mel's request, and it is, uh, in this world, my zebra head. Radio Redux Listener to Quest Radio Redux. Now we're back. Let's have another question. And a question. I've got quite a few questions. Uh, I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank Demux for going into Echo Worlds and um, actually doing a thread to get me some questions. Uh, the first few questions of which were Wow, is that Demux? Are you the real Demux? Which, of course, uh, I could answer, but I'm not Demux. Um, we do have a Magnificent Seven coming up for him, incidentally. As well as something else. Because, um, you know, we had some uh, fantastic input um, so far uh, this particular uh, couple of weeks. Uh, next question is from Ram the Dragon. You can thank Ram the Dragon for providing the Yoshi, Yoshi sound effects at the beginning. Um, it was uh, her idea she kind of inadvertently gave me. Uh, uh, but so I, but I did insist that as sort of uh, 
a reward stroke punishment she would have to provide me with the Yoshis because I can't really go high uh, enough to do Yoshi any kind of justice whatsoever. Anyway, uh, her question is... Uh, AK, how much time do you spend uh, working on SW uh, in, for example, a week? Uh, quite a lot of time at the moment. Quite a lot of time indeed. There's... So there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes which you don't know about, and... Um, yeah, I mean, like that, there's a lot of coding stuff going on, uh, there's a lot of preparation work and script writing, uh, especially this last week, there's been a lot for uh, Chaotic Clicks, because we've got a Chaotic Decks coming up, coming up in uh, later on in the show, uh, just for you guys, uh, you know you've been after it for so, so long, um, yeah, there's that, and sort of the adverts, and the prepping, and the coding, um, I'm sort of working on one of the comics at the moment, um, other than that, I mean, a lot. It re- really is a lot. I mean, many, many hours is uh, the best answer around. Black Dragon UK asks, in The Young Ones, what's your favourite episode and why? Uh, also, what character are you most like? Um, I, I can't remember. I haven't seen enough full episodes of The Young Ones to actually sort of uh, give you a proper answer uh, for those who don't know the young ones was kind of the precursor to bottom uh, the uh, Rick Mail and uh, Adrian Edmondson series um, which was young, the young ones was a big hit in what was the, the uh, early 80s and um, it was also the uh, sequel to uh, Filthy Rich and Catflap which I'm sure none of you know with the exception maybe of Sam Fran 51, because he's like that. Um, but uh, there was some favourite bits. Of, I remember they were just talking around the sort of talking around the television, and all of a sudden the the front door sort of just explodes, and uh, Rick just sort of goes, "Oh no, the front door's exploded." They all sort of look at Vivian and as if it's, bl- and then sort of blame Vivian. And uh, Vivian then says, "You should have blamed the person who set off the bomb that I placed, <laughs> because it obviously wasn't for them. It was for the postman or somebody. I can't remember." Uh, the um, bit where Neil is cloned because he sleeps in a flower bed and he goes and goes about. I was the seed, and nature grew the seed, and the seed was me, and stuff like that. And also the bit where um, uh, Vivian tears apart the um, opening sequence, opening credits for uh, The Good Life, and starts a po- monstrously poisonous rant about Felicity Kendall and stuff like that. Uh, I, I, yeah, that's probably... Um, those are my sort of three favourite moments I remember. Uh, now, we have a very special uh, feed there because we have a Magnificent Seven, but not Demix's Magnificent Seven, it's San Fran 51's Magnificent Seven. Now, I wouldn't do this normally, but San Fran 51 has done an absolutely sterling job and actually donated some money to um, Sonic Rex and me to keep the site going. Uh, donated uh, some uh, San Fran's 
hardworking cash and you know it's making it better for you you can also donate money remember just uh, use PayPal use, use, use a credit card don't need a credit, uh, credit or debit card you don't even need a uh, PayPal account necessarily and you can do that to changer uh, UK at uh, hotmail.com or sonatorex.com I've made that work now uh, I'd also like to actually like to tell you just to remind you very very quickly that uh, you uh, can help out SW as well by you know uh, using Frostigal to search for something instead of Google that uh, gets us some money and also uh, using the Amazon uh, link if you want to buy anything through Amazon so we can get some uh, partnership money through it, Amazon that way and uh, if you uh, just you know, if you see the Google. Uh, sort of skyscraper ads, just click on them as well, that helps out. Yeah, uh, Sam from 50 Yards, Magnificent 7. Uh, question 1 How did you think up of Sonic Rex? Uh, how did you think up of Sonic Rex? Um, how did I think up Sonic Rex? I think <laughs> you say. Um, well, it's, I, di- I didn't think it up. It's a, um, I basically found the entire site um, pre packaged. In a small box uh, at the end of my bed, uh, one Christmas uh, day morning, uh, it was wrapped up in black with a red bow. I it had the words uh, "orobarous" written on it. I don't quite know why that was, but I did catch uh, a fleeting sort of glance, glimpse of somebody uh, with a leather jacket and sort of black hair, and I I, I don't know. It's, it's all very confusing. It's all very confusing. Um, uh, question two: uh, Which reality show is worse, Big Brother or Love Island? They're both as bad as each other. I'd say Big Brother was the worst one on the basis that it was on at sort of prime time, uh, and there it was sort of on day and night. These Love Island had the decency to be only on at sort of like after sort of ten or eleven. So that's my sort of answer there. Uh, question three: Will there be Crystal Maze references or a spoof of it in future comics? Uh, I doubt there'll be a spoof of it. I'll probably make some kind of uh, I'll make some Crystal Maze reference. Uh, possibly, possibly the hanging of Ed Tudor Pole uh, for ruining that series. Um, and he can say what he likes; he certainly did ruin it. Um, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, the name Radio Redux. Where did it come from? Well, the uh, the Redux came from uh, the Redux Rabble and from the uh, fanfic Reality Redux, and I uh, just stuck radio in front of it. Really, um, it just it just seemed to work. I wanted it. I wanted it sort of linked in some way to Sonic Rex, if not by you know content, but by at least name. Uh, boxers or briefs? Uh, boxers. Uh, boxers. Uh, I, I, I certainly prefer the whack of uh, leather onto skin than uh, necessarily uh, the uh, boring monotone of uh, legal talk. How long? Question six says. How long uh, will season one of Radio? last season one of radio redux will end um potentially in three shows time okay uh by that time so we're coming sort of onto christmas we'll have a a christmas special and 
on that will hopefully be um, the uh, fifth Chaotix X episode, which will round off that sort of uh, adventure for them. And um, it'll be a nice way to tie everything up, I think. Um, actually, it does ask, I know it's a bit early to ask, but will there be a Christmas special of Radio Wixen? So, yes, there will be. Uh, so, so, I suspect that will be the last. And that was obviously question number six. We have seven as well. So, uh, yes, uh, thank you, SanFran51. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, your request, incidentally, which was the uh, chicken song from Spitting Image, I don't actually have. I tried downloading it this morning, but uh, unfortunately, all I got for some reason was uh, the birdie dance instead which uh, I refuse point blank to submit you all to uh, submit you all to its uh, intolerable uh, 80s cruelty so, um, so sorry about that but uh, not this time time for some more music I think I've talked for a little while so uh, music time it is what do I have lined up for you um and what I have lined up for you is uh, after uh, the uh, reference in the comics I made to Rise on the Storm, the uh, Doors song, uh, I did mention it on the previous Red U Redoxes, and I was flooded by at least ooh, three uh, requests for uh, the Doors version to be played. Uh, unfortunately, I do not have the Doors version. I did, <laughs> I did try and find the Doors version, but I just couldn't get a decent enough copy of it. So what we're going to have is the uh, Need for Speed Underground 2 version, which I did sort of mention uh, previously, uh, with uh, Snoop Dogg. It's not as bad as you might think. In fact, I think it's really good. I think it's really good. Uh, that's coming up now for you. See you in a bit, guys. That's kind of imperative play. Okay, um, well, sorry about that, guys. We'll have to have Glyphic Canyon from Shadow the Hedgehog instead.
had a Sonic and Knuckles remix from the Sonic and Knuckles remix album, and that was Lava Reef. We got some more questions uh, coming up, and uh, I'm trying to find the right one. Uh, some more Black Dragon UK. Black Dragon UK has sent in ruddy loads, absolutely loads um, of questions this week. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Uh, do you, question one of these questions. Uh, do you have a favourite mission on uh, GTA San Andreas? How did you know I had GTA San Andreas? Um, I felt I bought it very, very recently, and I've not got that far. Well, I've got pretty far in it. I'm just up to the point. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the mission now, but it's, it's the one before it sort of all changes and you sort of bust out of uh, the first city. Um, so I don't, I don't really have a favourite one. Um, I hated the one where you're chasing the guy on the bike because for some reason, for some reason I just, I think it's because of my keyboard or something. I just couldn't get around. I mean, I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. I really, I really am enjoying it so far. Uh, he also asked, "What is your favourite radio station on there?" My favourite radio station is probably. Uh, I haven't really listened to much of the radio station. I've just been listening to my tracks on it, which is obviously the best radio station there is. Um, so if you put Radio Redux on, that's kind of cool. Actually, that might be something to do. Do a special Radio Redux for anyone who does, who has a Grand Theft Auto, San Andreas, or any of those. Huh. That's an idea. If somebody wanted me to do that, do a special Radio Redux for use within um, Grand Theft Auto, give me, give me a sort of buzz and uh, on your thoughts on that. But I mean, I've, 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 when the Latin stations on, I tend to keep that on for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, we got a whole slew of wrestling questions now from Black Dragon UK. Uh, Eric Bischoff has finished his book Controversy Creates Cash. Uh, would you like to get this, and why? Um, if I was still studying business, I might get it because he has—he was a very, very shrewd businessman. Um, other than that, no. Unless it was in a bargain bin. Um, uh, if you went into the WWE as a wrestler, what what would be your show brand, entrance theme, specialty weapon, uh, specialty match, or uh, uh, Lyman heel face? Uh, heel being tar heel and face being baby face, uh, hence bad and good. Um, show brand, I I'd be on SmackDown probably. Uh, or ECW, but no, but something they don't do that. Entrance, go on to the entrance theme in a minute. Uh, speciality weapon, they'd probably make me some kind of god awful um, British stereotype um, and drag around a flag and stuff. So uh, I think my speciality weapon might as well be a cricket bat. That'd be kind of cool, actually. Uh, a cricket bat. <laughs> uh, speciality match would be um, uh, last man standing because I'm always last man standing. Um, my alignment heel of I'd be a tweener. I'd be a tweener. I wouldn't be. I'd be. I'd be both. I'd be heel and face. I'd, I'd be. I'd be the best. Gosh darn tweener uh, in the entire world of uh, professional wrestling. How about that? As for my entrance theme, um, I, I, I would have used Metal Ingus uh, by Alterbridge had not that um, friend, cheating, lying, odious git um, Adam Copeland used <laughs> uh, used it already. So I, I would probably have 
this. Yeah, trapped in the maze. See back in 
That was uh, Hot Death by Everlast from the album Whitey Ford Sings the Blues. Uh, it's very good indeed, Everlast, obviously, the uh, front uh, singer from uh, House of Pain originally. More questions, more questions. Uh, tons and tons and tons of them. Um, Goddess of Light asks... Uh, uh, why was the last comic so short? The last comic was so short because it was a Rexlet. That's why it was so short. <laughs> um, uh, she also asks, uh, why don't you give any props to SJ for any of the sprites? Um, I, I did email Gorsuch like to find out who SJ was, but... Uh, luckily, uh, one of the other four members pointed out is Squeaks Jr. The reason I don't give any props to Squeaks Jr., Goddess of Light, is because uh, none of the sprites or backgrounds came from Squeaks Jr. If you want to know where all the sprites and that came from, I've got that's what the sprite credits page is for. Uh, you know, if you if you reckon I'm using something which is uh, not on there, let me know, and I will gladly investigate that and put it on there if need be. But uh, I would know uh, of uh, that name. The fact that I haven't come across that name before should sort of tell you something, in all honesty. Uh, but yeah, the reason I haven't given any props to SJ, he uh, he stroke she has not done any of the sprites that I use to my uh, knowledge. Uh, Reboshi asks uh, uh, several questions. Uh, you drink beer on air. What type? Excuse me a second. Um, according to this bottle, uh, it's Budweiser. No, that's that, that's the sort of that's the American Budweiser, uh, not the um, Czechoslovakian or whatever the hell it is uh, Budvar, which is the original. Uh, because that tastes of processed urine and uh, is not very nice at all. So I, I drink Budweiser. Uh, but she also asks, uh, very politely, what do you think of the uh, Sonic Wildfire name change? I think it's a stupid... <laughs> it's a stupid, stupid name. Sonic Wildfire was really, really cool sounding name. Uh, Sonic and the Secret Rings uh, sounds uh, very much like it should have been... You know, on the on a very, very old machine that nobody likes. It was long gone. It, it, sounds, it sounds very, very sort of like early '80s game name. It's just like we'll say the blatant, the obvious, in a, an attempt to be none too exciting. Um, uh, Roboshi also asks, uh, where did you learn how to use Photoshop? Um, Something in my head, he says, uh, says uh, tells me that's not good grammar. Um, mm, it's, no, it's okay, grammar. What are you talking about? Uh, Roboshi, I more or less taught myself. So I taught myself good. I, I've taught myself most things in life. Uh, <laughs> I've just got to get on with it. Um, and I uh, hope that uh, helps you out. One final uh, question from the forum, and that's uh, from Chaotix. Uh, why do you always insist on replacing Hawk's handwriting with your font on her manga? Her writing is completely legible! Well, it's not. In fact, it's very, very small most of the time. And uh, it just looks a darn slight better if I do it that way. 
Chaotix is a deadly. I think Chaotix is Chaotix the one who's also also providing space for the manga. So it's some of some of the sentences and stuff. Uh, I just made a couple of mistakes occasionally, uh, which I've had to replace. And also some of the, some of the handwriting is just so tiny you can't see. And I've, had, I've actually had to ask her what some things actually say on occasions. Um, so I, I would uh, dismiss that it is completely legible for a start. Um, uh, but uh, yes, I do. it also it just looks dance like better, and uh, she thinks that as well. Ah, more music, more music, more music, more music, please. More music, please. Uh, it's time for, I think, for... Uh, yes, it's time for the uh, Radio Redux Rock Classic. I think it's uh, one of my favourite songs, and uh, I certainly hope you enjoy it. It's uh, by The Stranglers. It's Golden Brown. And uh, after that, we'll be having uh, Splash Stroke Red Canyon for Sonic Riders. And I'll see you in a bit. The best music. Radio Redux. Rock Classic. Sun lays me down with my mind, she runs throughout the night. No need to fight, never a frown with golden brown. Every time, just like the last, on her ship tied to the mast, two distant lands takes both my hands, never a frown. Golden Brown Golden Brown Fine attempt tracks Through the ages She's heading west from far away, stays for a day, never a frown with golden brown.
And we're back, it is. That was Sonic Riders, uh, Splash Canyon Stroke, Red Canyon. Uh, nice bit of music, actually. Anyway, we're back with the questions, back with some more Q&A UK. And uh, we've got a whole uh, phalanx of questions coming up by uh, Speedsong. Speedy is on. Uh, question one reads as follows. Will Sailor Gem get his own domain away from Sonic Rex site? Uh, the answer to this is quite simply no. Uh, Sailor Gem does not get done enough. There'll be another Sailor Gem coming out. Oof. Hang on, when's Gem's birthday? So I know when I have to do it. Uh, no, Gem's birthday's already happened. There'll be one coming out around Christmas, if not sooner. Uh, well, there's one half done, but I really can't be bothered to get around to doing it, in all honesty. Um, so, um, yeah, it'll get it'll get done eventually. We'll have something going on. Question two, out of the four. Uh, which do you think you'll prefer, Sonic the Hedgehog or Sonic and the Secrets of the Rings? Um, so... There's just something about Sonic the Hedgehog that worries me now. Um, I'm not overly sure what it is, but there's some element of either... The, I mean, it looks fantastic. The game itself, graphically, looks amazing. The uh, music is you know, pretty good, um, but it's just, there's just something about it... Um, uh, there's something about it which is it's just nagging at me. Um, so looking at the Secret Rings, however, I think could be quite an innovative, uh, innovative game. The only way I'm going to get to play Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog is if uh, it is indeed released on the PC. Sonic and the Secret of the Rings, um, I, I, if there's a console I'm going to get, it's going to be the Wii. So I'm going to, probably going to see that at some stage or the other. Um, so I'm probably... I'd, I'd like the idea of the way uh, you might be controlling Sonic and some of the elements of Secrets of the Rings uh, or Sotar or whatever it is yeah Sotar uh, Sonic Sotar we'll call it from now on because that's a, a much cooler sounding name than Secret of the Rings so Sonic Sotar um, yeah so uh, that would be my choice I would have thought question three um, asks uh, if you could create a new character for the Sonic the Hedgehog games, who stroke what would it be? Uh, it would be the character that could create me the most money. But in all seriousness, I think there needs to be a bad guy in it, and I think it would be kind of good if it was there was actually some kind of female bad guy, um, out and out bad guy. I mean, I've, I've said this before in um, the. Uh, Sort of Sonic review, and uh, I think I said it in the summer of Sonic issue diaries. Did I? I think it was that. There, there needs to be. I think it's a general agreement amongst the folks of fan base. Well, there needs to be an out-and-out bad guy brought in. Um, I've discussed it with uh, Dread, and we've both sort of agreed that Knack Strickfang could um, come back in and be a very good, um, very good addition to the game games again. I mean, it's not like he hasn't been in the game either. So, he, he's certainly one 
way you could go with the bad guy thing. As for my bad guy, I think it should be a bad gal, because um, it's all very well... I mean, we have the, the sort of Amy Rouge sort of mutual sort of arms folded sort of cordial relationship going on, but I think it would be kind of nice if um, sort of Amy and Rouge could have some kind of rival in a sort of bitchy way. Um, I know we Wave kind of went in that direction, and that she was rather sort of stuck up, but reserved in her opinions. Uh, but now it's now bad girl um, for uh, Amy and uh, the like to battle with would be pretty good. And it also gave, it, it gave an interesting dynamic um, if Sonic ever came across and actually had to fight, uh, because you would have thought that Sonic would be rather sort of well, reluctant to fight um, and possibly be more likely to be taken in, which of course could be an interesting uh, way for Knuckles to get his own back. Um, <laughs> stop them, uh, stop Sonic from sort of complaining about Knuckles being gullible all the time. If Sonic were to be taken in by uh, this person who ended up being the actual uh, baddie of the game, that'd be quite inter- that'd be quite an interesting dynamic. So yes, um, that'll be good. Uh, fourth question: What's your favourite type of cheese? Um, not of the chow variety, I would have thought, because that would kind of just leave me with one. Uh, favorite type of cheese? Um, I'm not really fussy. The stronger cheeses I don't particularly care for. Ooh, there's a lot of ambulances and fire crews going past the house. That's kind of disturbing. Going into town. So obviously there's been some kind of major incident. Um. um I don't know. Blue cheese is nice if it's in some kind of dip form. Um, Edam's quite nice. Um, Cheddar. I'd I'd probably say brie, actually. Um, A good, nice, soft piece of brie, um, especially in sandwich form, uh, with cranberry and something, is absolutely good, especially if it's warmed up. Uh, that that is uh, is absolutely gorgeous. So um, yeah, I will say brie for that if that's okay. I uh, hope that's uh, answered your questions. Speed us on to uh, well satisfactory sort of conclusion because it's sort of a conclusive end. Thus, you know you haven't got much choice in the issue. Um, Samuel asks a good question, um, but it would require a kind of longish answer. Um, I'll tell you what, my throat's kind of dry, so I think it's time for some more music. Now, what shall I play for you is the question. Um, Well... Okay, let's have let's have an absolute. Well, I say I say an absolute classic. It's not really a classic classic. Um, basically, uh, Tetris was obviously very very popular, and 
so much so that there was actually a single release. Now, not many of you uh, would probably know this. Uh, there was a single release that did very, very well, and it actually was became number one in several countries around uh, the world, and uh, became say, very, very successful. It was a sort of remix of the uh, Tetris music back in the day when Tetris dominated the world with its block-moving stuff. People forget Tetris is the biggest selling game in the world. It's sort of the uh, biggest selling sort of series in the world. It whoops Mario into second. So, yeah, so this, there was this remix, which I'm going to play for you now, from the 80s. So it's all very, you know, keyboard synthesizerific. Uh, but yes, this is uh, Tetris by Dr. Spin. See if you can hear the Russian love in there. I know you're going to dig this.
Hope you enjoyed that. That was uh, <laughs> it was interesting, wasn't it? Right. Anyway, back to Samuel's question, uh, which is, uh, have uh, you ever come close to dying? Stroke had a near-death experience. Um, as a matter of fact, yes. Um, I was almost killed. Um, ironically, not that long worse. About a year and a half ago, probably. About, yeah, about around about eighteen months. Basically, I had just come uh, back from university, and I was about to catch a bus home after getting off the train, and um, I went to uh, a different bus stop than I normally did, uh, because of the specific bus that I needed to catch and the time. It was a bit of a strange time for me to come back and uh, catch a connecting bus. So, um, there's... We're near where the... the um, the uh, bus stop was there was actually a, there was a big interchange so you had um, a, a big a big crossroads and in uh, in the middle of this place and obviously various sets of traffic lights now I was minding my own business so I was leaning up against leaning up against the bus stop uh, bus stop uh, sign which is on a lamppost. And, you know, I was vaguely paying attention, it was a very long wait, um, I'd been waiting like 25 minutes already, uh, because I, I just happened to come in, I just happened to get off the bus, smack bang at the beginning of the time when all the buses changed over and there wouldn't be a bus for God knows how long. So I was standing there, so leaning up against this lamppost, minding my own business, and I did notice that uh, there hadn't been much traffic going past me for a while. And... Um, the traffic lights were green. And just out of the corner of my eye, in the distance, I saw this builder's lorry. Now, it had various bits of scaffolding on it, and uh, other things. And it was going on a fair old lick, it had to be said. Um, bearing in mind, I can't remember, the speed limit's either, I think it's 30 or 40, going through there. Uh, but you've got this blooming intersection anyway, so you really can't go that fast, because... Okay, so in case anything happens. The traffic lights started to turn. So we went from red, sorry, from um, green to amber. And it was coming past, and they sped up. They were still miles behind. They sped up, and they must have been doing about 80 at least. So they must have been double the speed limit. And as it became came eye level with me, uh, it turned red. So they basically run the red light as well, because they didn't want to wait. It, it became, I, f I just sort of saw brief for a second that the scaffolding poles and the various other materials weren't exactly secured well. And as it funded past me, a piece of board which was about, I'd say, what, half a centimetre thick, at about the size, about the, the, the actual size of it, was about the size of a shoebox. This shoebox, yeah, shoebox lid, about, about the size of that, and about sort of half a centimetre thick, flew off. Now, I, I, I blinked at this point. <laughs> and when I opened my eyes, it was, it was more or less in front of my face. And then it suddenly arced upwards. 
and there was a very dull clang. There was a very dull clang because the other side of this board was co the other side of the board and obviously a little bit bigger uh, than the actual width of it was covered in sheet metal. So basically I had this piece of wooden board coated in one side of metal travelling 80 miles an hour and when I sort of when it sort of skidded off the lamp post and hit the bus stop in a very very loud bang <laughs> and I've spent about sort of two minutes going what the fuck just happened I looked up to from where I was, I've got up to the lamppost, and literally an inch above my head was a great huge mark across the lamppost where this thing had hit on its edge. And it was quite a, it quite a deep sort of gouge. So it had hit with speed, and it had hit with the metal leading edge. Now, I had a little quick look at this after I sort of got out of the sort of brief shock of that oh my god I could have just been killed um, very nicely they didn't stop either um, <laughs> so they did, didn't care with it. and I didn't see uh, any sort of name on the van so I've got no idea to sort of chase people up for recompense but if basically it, it was sharp the leading edge of this thing it was sharp if it had hit me in the forward it, probably, it would have most likely killed me instantly Which is nice to know, isn't it? So yes, yes, Samuel, I I have had a near-death experience. Um, it was as near as one inch. So, who else do we have questions from? Well, we've got uh, just going through here. All right, we've got we've got one more sort of uh, set of questions. Then we'll have some music. Then we'll have the uh, Magnificent Seven, uh, then we'll have some music, uh, then we'll have Chaotix X, and then we'll have the last bit of music, I think, is the way we'll do things. So let's have this, qu- this uh, question first. It's from uh, Grufflock, who I'm assuming is no relation to Grimlock, um, as we've spoken about Transformers read today. Uh, Dear Mr. AUK, I have both a question and a request. Both have been dragged from the edges of time and space. Or Wolverhampton. Either or. I've been to Wolverhampton. Um, I went on a sort of round trip, uh, <laughs> round Britain trip with uh, a, a friend who'd come over from, well, uh, come over from the uh, southernmost reaches of the world. And uh, we went on a trip round uh, the country, and I was sort of acting as guide to her and her mum. And we uh, went to Wolverhampton, went through Wolverhampton on my request, because I've always been quite fond of Wolverhampton Wanderers for one reason or another. So I wanted to go for Wolverhampton. And either there was something desperately wrong, uh, because uh, we ended up going through the old industrial part of Wolverhampton, which is just miles and miles and miles, it seemed, of just factories and run-down buildings. The whole place was a ghost town. Um, which is now in our ghost city, presumably. So we, so we somehow completely avoided any kind of semblance of life in Wolverhampton. It was, it was the most grey and depressing place um, I've ever been. This industrial area. Um, I'm sure the city of Wolverhampton is fantastic. Um, 
the uh, the worst place I've ever been is Reading, uh, because Reading you just you, when I was on the way up to DC I stopped in Reading once. I, I might have mentioned this before. I'm getting way off track, but it doesn't matter. We stopped in Reading. Oh, I stopped in Reading on the train up because uh, we need to change. And I thought, well, I've got I've got to wait for like an hour and a half. And I, I well, I, I can go into Reading and town centre and see. And I stepped out of Reading train station and down looked down Reading High Street and the High Street in Reading. And it was just, it was just, you know, in the Wizard of Oz at the beginning <laughs> where it's all black and white. It was like that. If there was some sort of some invisible layer of just misery that was keeping <laughs> invisible layer of misery that was keeping all joy and all warmth from the sun from actually striking the place, and I actually went back. I I looked at this place. And I thought I looked at this, I looked down the street. I looked back into the the sort of very boring train station. Then I looked back into the street back at the train station and I chose the train station I chose to wait in a train station for sort of one and a half hours as opposed to going out into Reading because it was that ghastly anyway back to the points and Gravelock's question uh, my question is this given that both the Sonic uh, Satam cartoon and Archie comic series have both been green uh, lit for re-release do you think it's time to do the same with the British uh, Sonic the comic and what was your preferred comic um Yes. Yeah, I think Sonic the Comics should get a bit of a, a bit of a re-release. Why not? Um, it's obviously got a very uh, big fan base still, and that fan base would more than gladly, you know, buy some. To be honest, I'm serious. I'm surprised it hasn't been. Um, as for what's my preferred comic, I've never read any of the comics. Um, I've never read the Archie. I've never read uh, Sonic the Comic. Um, I've never read any sort of gaming comics at all, apart from one issue of the Street Fighter 2 comic, which was rubbish. wasn't really wasn't really a sort of um, cartoon. Wasn't really a comic guy. I mean, the only comic guy I ever really read was Buster, which I'm sure none of you know at all. And um, it's probably it's well out of publication uh, now. But there was obviously there was Beano and Dandy, which I didn't really read all that much. And Buster was kind of like, well, it was it was it was sort of a northern comic, but for some reason it found its way down to the south. Um, and I I really enjoyed that, and uh, I read that pretty strongly uh there was also there was also a little uh booklet thing almost like a5 mini novellas that they used to do uh comic novellas for like um i can't remember what the billion things were called now there was there was one uh there's one that the pin you came out no uh kids you came out called uh, there was a commando which is like all the, the army stories but there was like a football equivalent of that and I used to get those every week. That was cool. Uh, but no, I, I've never read any of the Sonic the Comet. I'm sorry, guys. Um, also, my request is this. Let's start the beginnings of getting Sonic the Comet republished. If possible, could you mention this on the short show and see what kind of response there is to it? Uh, Graflock. And uh, that's, that's quite a request. Uh, <laughs> not, normally, Graflock, we just do, you know... 
music requests. Um, to get an actual comic republished is kind of a big step for me. <laughs> um, but I, I'll see what I can do. Uh, if something the comic gets greenlit all of a sudden, uh, you can, you know, say, well done me, but... Um, it might be something that can be discussed on the forums. Um, or alternatively, uh, if you actually, anyone who's interested in this, might be an idea to uh, start some kind of topic thread on uh, the SSMB. And just uh, see what kind of uh, following you can generate for that. And try and sort of make it snowball that way. So, um, yeah, so if you're listening, Grufflock, that might be in a, the, probably the best thing to do. Um, but uh, you, you have my support. Uh, what support I can give you, I, I freely give to you. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's the best I can do, I'm afraid. <laughs> Right, uh, time for some more music. Yes, even more music, because, you know, we're all crikey. Uh, this is going to be a very long show, I think. Um, the business of Echo Hawk kind of extended what I would have done normally for a show, and we're saying we're, all, we're uh, already uh, rapidly approaching any second now, two hours, five minutes, and 30 seconds. So... Time for more music. Time for the J-Pop Selector, I think. We haven't had one of those yet today. It is going to be uh, Treat or Goblins, sung by uh, Hayashiabaru Megumi. Oh, I've completely said that wrong, isn't it? Hayashibara Megumi. Or is it Megumi Hayashibara? Probably that, actually. Anyway, regardless of that, it's uh, Treat or Goblins, the TV... Uh, version, which is the theme tune of uh, Magical Shopping Arcade Abinabashi, which is a fantastically bizarre anime, um, and I hope you enjoy that. After that, uh, oh, I can do something after that. After, after that, we'll have some Soul Calibur, too. How about that? See you on the flip side, guys. J-pop. Selector. Shall we? Oh, oh, oh. 
Radio Redux. And we're back. That was uh, Brave Sword, Brave Soul from Soul Calibur 2. Now, whilst you've been on the break, I've actually done a little bit more research. And I'm feeling a bit guilty about uh, Mephiles, uh, which is the actual name of the Hedgehog in to Room 101. Um, mainly because I found out... I thought the name sounded familiar. I thought the name sounded familiar, and I was right. Uh, so, I... Mm, when we get uh, a back on, I might have to rethink putting Mephiles into room 101. The reason why is I've actually found its uh, listing down. Uh, Mephiles is listing down in uh, minor characters in Sonic the Hedgehog on uh, Wikipedia. Now Mephiles, it says here, is a black hedgehog that will appear as Shadow's primary enemy in Sonic the Hedgehog next gen. Well, asked to rescue Rue, Shadow encounters Mephiles. It was in, it was previously confused that Mephiles kidnaps Rue, but it was said who said what okay somebody needs to edit this because it's badly written uh it was previously confused that mephiles kidnapped Rose, uh but it was sega who said that shadow ran into mephiles let me just change that i think on there in a minute uh, mephiles is seen with an army of creatures that uh, seem to obey his every command which looks very sort of very similar really aren't they to um sort of the the black arms uh, anyway, he appears to be crystalline in appearance, and his quills are the same as shadows, but nothing else is known about him. Other than he's purple. And black, as opposed to black. Um, above him is also what appears to be Chaos Control, possibly what will transport Shadow to the future. I doubt that somehow. Uh, his name is likely based on the demon Mephistopheles from Forced. Now, that part alone, that they've used um, his name based on Mephistopheles, might well save him because that's really that's a really that's somebody that's probably the same person who thought of to using uh tikal so i've mm, that might just redeem mephiles um we'll say so that's something to think about um for the next time we get echo hawk back on <sighs> anyway, the normal questions are over, which means only one thing could possibly be next. Yes, it's the proper Magnificent Seven time now. Demux is Magnificent Seven. All hail Demux and his uh, shiny, shiny, happy people. Yes, as you uh, all know, regular listeners will know, we have a special seven question section which is provided uh, in, uh, well, most weird nature at least. By Demix, who is the webmaster of uh, Sonic Rex's unofficial cousin brethren um, type thing, uh, who we don't like to talk about much, but basically uh, 
basically the cousin um, had a relationship uh, with the uncle's father and it produced Sonic Style and it's it's not something we don't talk about really but you know if uh, Sonic Rex is the black sheep of uh, Sprite Comics that kind of makes Sonic Style the um, tie-dyed sheep of uh, Sprite Comics Anyway, question time, question time. Question one of Magnificent Seven. Hopefully it won't be as weird as last show's questions, where we had everything from nipples to lingerie, and um, it was uh, most confusing indeed. And slightly embarrassing, it has to be said. Anyway, uh, then we some questions actually came in late, so we started off by saying, OK, sorry about letting this from Solo when I was up in North Carolina doing a new job. Oh, Carolina. Mom, on. Uh, okay, here we go. He says, um, question one of the main of seven says, if so, the hedgehog leaves a lamppost and travels north at 522 kilometers per second, and then two seconds later, Sonic the Hedgehog leaves from the same lamppost on a parallel course, traveling at 552 kilometers per second north, how far from the lamppost will it take before Sonic catches up with Shadow? By the way, this is not for my homework. Uh, the answer is at the end. Don't cheat. Well, um, that completely depends. Assuming well, we have to assume a lot first of all. Assuming that they both stay at the same speed, because how long will it take to catch up with Shadow? Um, you know, not long. I would have thought. Um, However, uh, the point is, uh, they're sort of standing in the lamppost, standing by a lamppost, it assumedly means they're actually on some kind of pavement, which also assumedly means they are by some kind of road in the middle of the city. If that's the case, it won't be particularly long on the basis that they'll have to sort of run into a wall or some stage. Uh, so they'll be running into a wall, they'll have to show they run into a wall, he'll have to stop, and um, it, so it won't be that long at all. Alternatively, Shadow just speeds up and uh, they never catch each other. There's a constant running race. Uh, I, I, I just think that Shadow would have better st- stamina than Sonic. Um, I think the air shoes would take a bit less out of him than Sonic's running. So, um, so I, I would say Sonic would never catch up with Shadow because Shadow would sort of speed up and Sonic would run out of energy before Shadow would. Um, I, I could have gone and worked this out properly, but, um, hmm. I'll tell you what, what I'll do is I'll give you the, I'll give you guys the answer, okay, at the end of the Magnificent Seven, so I'll go through this again in case anybody actually wants to try and work this out, so you've got until the end of the Magnificent Seven, if there's anyone out there who really wants to do a hard maths question, um, so I'll give you the question, I'll give you the question again, okay, so you can work this out. If Shadow the Hedgehog leaves a lamppost and travels north at 522 kilometers per second, and then two seconds later, Sonic the Hedgehog leaves from the same lamppost on a parallel course, so he's traveling in the same direction and and the same sort of uh, literally right behind Shadow, and he tra- travels 552 kilometers per second, also north. How far from the lamppost will it be 
before Sonic catches up with Shadow. Have you written that down? Good. Question two. Which new Sonic the Hedgehog game has the best Japanese websites? Uh, and these of this uh, Sonic.sega.jp uh, forward slash Sonic or Sonic.sega.jp forward slash Secret Rings. And I... I'm, I haven't seen the Secret Rings one that much. Um... The Sonic the Hedgehog one, I'm going to say, because that looks alright. Secret Rings still needs a lot of work done to it, so that so just purely in the basic basics of you know content, um, I will have to say Sonic the Hedgehog. What's your opinion on the switch from the rock theme music to the classical theme music for the new Sonic the Hedgehog game? Uh, has it changed? Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't notice. Um, I personally prefer the, the classical type music for Sonic. I just think it goes a bit better. Uh, the rock theme music doesn't really go well with... Uh, if, it's, if it's like... The way the Zebrahead theme uh, is panning out... I... I <laughs> Is getting borderline as to whether it's acceptable for Sonic, I think, uh, as a character. Uh, the, the, whole, the Crush 40 tracks, uh, I think, su- think summed up Sonic, I mean, pretty damn well. Um, likewise, the, sh- the, the Shadow of the Hedgehog and Team Dark tracks summed up uh, Shadow very, very well as well. This... Uh, unless they're making Sonic even more sort of cockier... Um, and sort of yeah whatever uh, I I won't I, I like the, the the classic they can have both they can have both for all I care but they'll make their mind up in the end but I, I I worry about them making it a bit sort of too rocky is all I can say really for that Question four: Christmas time is near. Indeed, Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. It's uh, packing up its bags and it's heading to Alaska. And uh, Demick says he's having some trouble deciding on which new next-gen system to get. Uh, would you mind giving us the pros and cons of each system, and which one would you choose? Okay, PS3 is likely to break. Will cost you lots of money. Will be very heavy. Is very ugly. However, is likely to be able to get uh, a lot more exclusivity titles. Is backwardly compatible with uh, PS2 and PS1 for the most part. Xbox 360. Not as ugly as Sin as compared to uh, the Xbox. However, is still pretty ugly. Is still the size of a small suitcase. However, Xbox has Xbox Live. Xbox Live is a very, very, well, from what I gather, reliable online gaming system. Which gives you rank and kudos. 
Unfortunately, you also can use that to buy items for use in games now. It also allows you to download games and demos, including the Sonic the Hedgehog game. However, again, backward compatibility is an issue. There is still a very, very limited list of Xbox titles that are backwardly compatible for the 360. Oh, going back to PS3 for a second. None of your peripheries will work. Peripheries are not backwardly compatible. They may look the same. Also, no rumble feature. Also, Sony suck. Also, Xbox 360 is likely to go down in price a bit. The Wii. You are unlikely, you are less probably going to be less likely to find the Wii around for a long time. It's not going to get as much shelf space. They might, the shops might not stock as many games as perhaps they should. The durability of things like a nunchuck controller is slightly questionable. Certain games, such as Sonic the Hedgehog, as in the 2006 version, are unlikely to come out on Wii due to issues involving graphics and things. The Wii's graphics are less... Well, I'm trying to think of some kind of adjective there. They're less good... They're not as in-depth as the other two systems. However, for originality and gameplay, you're not going to get any better. The fact that it's not so high graphics means that games will come out a lot quicker for the Wii. There will be a great number of games for the Wii that will only be out on the way just because of the way it works who doesn't want to use their controller as a sword stroke lightsaber you'll have this opportunity on the Wii Wii has will have the virtual console thing going on with access to god knows how many games that you can download what else am I thinking about um Hmm, what else did I say about the way there was something else? Oh, it looks very nice. It looks stylish. Games will be cheaper on the Wii because it costs less for the developers to develop them. The developers get a bigger share of the money because of this, and the customer has to pay and will pay less for the games. I personally would choose the Wii. If I was to go second, I'd go Xbox 360. Third, uh, overpriced paperweight. Question must be five. Will you have a Halloween comic special? If not, tell us whether or not you will cause mischief on Halloween. Me? Cause mischief on Halloween? Um, not uh, in real life, I would have thought. I might do something. Something might happen on the site. Um, there's too much to do to warrant major issues going on with it but I'm sure something will happen something 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 will happen somewhere somewhere there is likely to be 
some kind of Halloween special going on. Don't know what. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. There'll be there'll be something. I've got I've got a vague idea for a Halloween special. The question is whether or not I can make it funny. I've got an idea, but I don't think it's very funny at the moment. Um, we'll see. If I were to guess, he says, for question six, that uh, the secret developments... Secret developments. I should put some echo effect on this afterwards. Okay, ready? Three, two, one. Secret developments. Going on at Sonic Rex uh, was design of a new layout. Would I be correct? I don't know. Because there's secret developments. So whether you're right or wrong, I couldn't possibly say because it's a secret. Three uh, of the things that were listed down, in fact, four of the things I think were down on the uh, poll that we had as to what you, you out there thought the secret developments would be, would constitute some kind of new layout or layout change. So it's, it's probably more likely would be some kind of uh, new layout. But, you know, um, certain things are still uh, being decided upon, and um, certain roles as well, including, you know, cheese and ham and, and um, jam, jam rolls as well. Question 7, our final question on this particular Magnificent 7 is the following. How do you like the Pope's cowboy hat? Um, it, it's alright. Um, personally, I prefer uh, the Pope's new smock that he's chosen to wear. It's uh, very fashionable. Uh, I especially like uh, his name on the back and uh, the number sort of the number six underneath it uh, because obviously we know that the Pope's lucky number is six uh, because that's how many minutes it took him to uh, offend a very major religion by using <laughs> by using a med- by quoting a medieval text um, yes so, so yeah the, the, the Pope's cowboy hat's good um, the boots don't suit him that well um, and have you seen him ride a horse he cannot ride a horse for toffee Sugar, perhaps, but, you know, not toffee. And that was the uh, Magnificent Seven. Thanks again to Demix. Big round of applause to Demix. <laughs> Applaud, damn it! Yeah, that, that's a little better. Anyway, uh, thanks, Demix. Uh, look forward to your uh, questions for uh, next time, or whatever that may be. Um, in fact, it will probably be the Halloween special, so I'd like to take this opportunity to say to everyone... Um, Start getting in your questions for the Halloween special. I've got already got uh, questions for the Halloween special from, he says, looking at the questions thing. Um, I've already got stuff from uh, Mikey, the, Mikey T. Hedgehog. Hey, Mikey T. Hedgehog. You can look forward to a question from him on the Halloween special. And also f- uh, another three from Speedy Son specifically for Halloween. So if you have any questions which are Halloween related, uh, please send them in an email to Archangel UK, A-R-C-H Angel UK at SonicRex.com. And uh, put only like uh, Halloween questions as a subject header. And uh, ask anything you like. I've got... Ooh, I've got questions uh, about various uh, 
grizzly ghouls and uh, other things, and uh, also various sort of Halloween-y, horror-type games. Uh, you could afford lots of, sort of that kind of music going on as well uh, in that particular show. It'll be interesting and really spooky! So, uh, yeah, something to look forward to. So, yeah, please get in those questions. Uh, There's quite a lot of questions this time around, uh, so uh, thanks to all of you for getting those in. But get some more away for next time. Cheers. <sighs> so, yes, uh, that's the uh, last of the questions and the last of the Q&A UK this particular time around. Time for some more music then, and uh, what do we have left? I have some tracks left somewhere. Where's the? Where's my playlist? Who's stolen my playlist? Um, I'll tell you what. Right, uh, we're gonna have some World of Warcraft in a minute, uh, and after that, we're gonna have Chaotix X Episode Four, uh, the Mulan Tangerine, which is gonna be sort of 13 minutes of fun for you, and. Um, I kind of almost burnt out my voice box on this particular sh- episode, so uh, I'm sure you'd be most happy about that. Um, happy that, you know, I almost got there, but not happy that I didn't actually get fully there and I wouldn't be able to talk to you now, uh, which obviously you'd much prefer, no doubt. Some friends of mine you are. <laughs> anyway, coming up now, it's uh, the Tavern theme. Uh, from the uh, World of Warcraft soundtrack. So, and after that, some Chaotix X for you. Enjoy! Chaotix X, Episode 4, The Mulan Tangerine. 
With the follower of the Devil Trail, known simply as Pierre, safely in police custody, we join our motley crew, as in Team Celtic's not the band of the same name, that would be just silly, as they search for the home of DC Incorporate's operative, who also is known only as Agent Tangerine. His home is not only his residence, but also happens to be the famed Mulan Tangerine in the heart of the city, and is also a money laundering front for DC Inc. But what else is hiding behind its neon-clad facade? The streets of Paris, all hustle and bustle, and the Parisian folk are about their business buying fresh food for the day's meals. Baguettes, fresh from the oven, cheese, succulent and savoury. And yet here we are, in the midst of all this, riding through the streets disguised as turnip sellers. That's right! Now, I know I'm going to regret asking this, but shouldn't we be dressed as onion sellers? Everyone goes in disguise as onion sellers. Look, there's an eleven in that park there as it is. Aren't those football players? Never mind! The point is, where's the originality? Where's the heart and soul of what it means to be detectives in disguise? Where's the benefit here? Team Chaotix, detectives in disguise. Team Chaotix, da-da-da, more than meets the eye. Oh, that's catchy. You want to know the benefit? Hmm, let me think. Perhaps we could actually blend in. Did you think about that? <laughs> a turnip seller, indeed. What's wrong with a turnip? It's a fruit vegetable too, you know. We might make some money selling them on the side. <laughs> we could even start a trend. Victor, you haven't bought another load of useless vegetables off of eBay, have you? No. Damn it, Victor! Do you know how long it took us to get rid of all those beans you bought last time? All we had for months were bean burritos, beans on toast, fried beans, oiled beans. Hey, we had the two bean salads. You liked those. Victor. I said I didn't like them. And how can you have a two-bean salad when both beans are the same? We had jelly beans too. Don't forget those. Sticking beans and gelatin does not make jelly beans! Oh, stop whinging. Besides, you're getting out of character. Yeah, SBL, stop getting a beret in a twist and get with the program. My beret is not in the twist. It's just the way people wear it nowadays. Yeah, right. Just because your costume consists of you painting your yellow stripes white so it looks like you're wearing a French top, that does not mean you at all look that convincing yourself, pal. Stop bickering the pair of you and concentrate on riding your bicycle. I still don't understand why I had to get a toddler's bike. Because otherwise your feet wouldn't have been able to touch the pedals. And the French are known especially for their ability to hover in midair. Aww, but flying is way more... It... it uh, way, way more... This thing has a bell? Oh, this is totally cool! Doesn't take much to distract him, does it? Look, I'm gonna stop and get some directions. Huh? Vector, how many times do we have to tell you you can't speak? Buongiorno, senor! Too late, here he goes. Nose on! Moi et mon personnage désiré al moulin tangerine. Vous pas la direction par l'allée à sa He's getting better. You know, 
If it wasn't for the broken sentence structure, incorrect wording, and the lack of a decent accent, he'd be great. And also be good if he was speaking French. Vous pouvez, vous pouvez, uh, dans un certain endroit comme mon, uh, porter uh, un peu de luminosité. Uh, notre ami dans uh, lequel notre uh, dérange uh, est en. What did he say? Something along the lines of, you can't can in a certain place calmly. Go to little luminosity of our friend in whom our disturbed being. Le chou est libre. Je répète, le chou est délivré. Vendon lucun en gros moine. Oh, oh, et vous paint votre année que c'est un show de savoir. Apparently, the cabbage is being delivered. I repeat, the cabbage is being delivered. Wholesale, no less. Oh, and I bet your ass it's a Savoy. Good grief. Sometime later... Well, it seems that asking isn't going to get us that far. Unless the Moulin Tangerine is a lot smaller than we assume. I don't think it's biologically possible for it to be where he told me to go. Yes, well... That was a mental image I could have gone my whole, I mean, whole, life without. Oh, where, oh, where can this casino be? We've searched every back street and back alley this city has to offer, and still we can't find it. What do you mean? We've been standing here in the middle of the street for the last goodness knows how long, waiting for you to stop making a spectacle out of yourself. Lies! I wear contact lenses and you know it. A spectacle, Vector, not spectacles. Look, look, why, why don't we try and find someone who speaks English? But this is France! No one in France speaks English! You do? Yep, yeah, I... Of... Do... December... Bread... France... I... Ah! I think you broke Charming. You mean he was working properly before? That's even worse. Look, let's just buy a map and... Vector! Oh, you're conscious. What is it, Charming? I, I know I'm not exactly in the best positions here on the floor, but I have noticed something. What's that building behind us? Oh, well done. All right, what have I done now? You buffoon! We've been standing in front of it for the last 25 minutes. Oh. Um, well, we've gotten here in the end, boys. Come on, let's go and find Agent Tangerine. Yay, we get to go in the casino! think that's a particularly bad idea? Oh well, I suppose we have no choice. We should probably try the side door. It'll be best if we want to enter and detect him. Good idea. The three made their way to the side of the large structure, through a small wrought iron gate and down a narrow passageway, at the end of which was a plain wooden door. Tradesman's entrance. Hey, wait! We're disguised as tradesmen! <laughs> Looks like those turnips are going to come in useful after all. Oh, be quiet and knock on the door. Will you stop showing off? <laughs> Sorry. 
Well, there doesn't seem to be anyone at home. Maybe they can't hear it because of all the noise inside. Try the doorbell there. Right out. Now, that's what I call a doorbell. I don't know about the doorbell, but my ears are most certainly ringing. Ow. Are you the angel of music? Come to me, angel of music. Never been called that before. Well, who, who are, are you then? then? Look, if, if you were the peace delivery people, you weren't here in 20 minutes, minutes so don't, don't expect it. it. Answer now and answer fast, or I will kick you in your head. Okay, we get the jest. No, we're not the peace delivery boys. We are but humble detective uh, turnip sellers, and we wish to see Monsieur Tangerine and um, question him about potentially buying some of our wares. Uh, or if not, if he requires any extra labor for anything, anything at all, really. Uh, croupiers, waitresses, uh, window cleaners, uh, any odd jobs need doing. I don't know if he needs someone to help maintain a giant laser, for instance. Uh, Oh, way to go, Vector. Don't give us away too much. Look, I just live here, okay? If you want jobs, go and ask at the front desk or something. We can't go in that way. Just let us in. Can you please go away? I've got things to do. Run this opera. Oh, what's it called? Never mind that. Look, just let us in, pal, or else. Or else what? We'll rearrange your face. Great. Always with the face. All right, in you come. I've got better things to do. If you really want to find Agent Tangerine, go first left, second right, second right, first left, several hours later. Wow, that was an interesting detour. I think we took a wrong turn in Albuquerque. I knew we shouldn't have trusted that duck and rabbit. They looked as lost as we were. At least we're here now. Pretty lights. Pretty lights. Charlie, are you alright? I must go to the pit. Now, Espy, I'll hold him back. It's just you to say. It's just you to freshen up off his home. Come on, Charmy. We need to find Agent Tangerine. Indeed, before he finds you. Vector, we're surrounded. What? How? Foolish crocodile. Did you not think we had you under surveillance from the moment you entered? Every person in the casino, from the tourists to the croupiers, works for me. Why are you talking like that? It was the best accent the writer could come up with on such short notice. I suppose that makes sense. Yes, so you come to stop our plan from being fulfilled, and yet the laser has eluded your so-called brilliant detective skins. I am afraid, my young friends, you are all far too late. <laughs> the laser is ready. Where is it? It was right under your nose, lizard. I'm a chameleon, dammit. How many times do I have to say that? You want to know where it is? Well, let me show you. Look out, he's got a remote control. Rising into the air! No, wait! It's speaking over the wild side! It can't be! You mean? The, the Eiffel Tower is the laser! 
Tangerine be stopped? Or will it be curtains for France? Well, there's only one way to find out. So we send in the token on the bottom of this broadcast to the enclosed address. And we'll send you your own, your very own, limited edition print on the next episode of Chaotix X. Can Espio, Vector, and the other one stop the countdown for the laser fires and dooms France to be turned into a large smoking crater from all very angry warplanes? Can I continue in this very bizarre accent? All will be revealed in the final episode of this Chaotix X adventure. Left final countdown. So guys, did you enjoy Chaotix X? I most assuredly hope you did. Uh, the uh, last song you heard after Chaotix X was a Overclock remix by McVaff, and it was Street Fighter 2, Chun-Li's theme remix called a China Street Beat, uh, hence the Chun-Li sort of jingle at the end there. How have you liked the new jingles, incidentally? I did a all sort of them in one sort of great big lump. Uh, if you haven't heard all of the individual ones so far, there's uh, a... I'm pretty sure I have used them all today. Uh, there's still two general ones, and there's a sort of a, there's a Chun-Li one, there's a Zelda one, there's a Mario one. They're probably going to add some more in at some stage, um, so we can have them after the, like, the specific games, perhaps. Uh, but we've, def- so we've definitely got a Zelda one, which is obviously linked to the past soundtracks. So, uh, General Mario ones, which use uh, Super Mario World sound effects, I believe, and uh, Chun Li's sound effects are from Street Fighter Alpha, 
two, I think. Um, I, I don't know. They're definitely not from SF2. Might even be from SF3, actually. I don't know. We will see. The uh, result of all this means that we've actually come to the end of the show. Um, as usual, I hope you've enjoyed this particular thing um, that I've produced. Uh, it's been a very big show. I mean, what's the what's the current time we're going at? Ah, we're approaching a three-hour mark. See, it's 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 all that Echo Hawk's fault. You know, she's nothing but trouble. Um, we'll have to do something with her, like um, stick her in a basket and dress her up as a cat, because you know that's just the sort of thing that you know guys have a hobby. Not saying me, just a guy. Get your mind out of the gutter. Anyway, uh, I I will leave you with um, well with a period of silence, I suppose. Um, but yes, uh, keep those questions coming in. You've got uh, questions for me for the Halloween special. Any questions for Echo Hawk as well when we finally get her back for this uh, second half of the Ready Redux Room 101 show? Uh, They'll probably be most useful as well. If we've got her hanging around for a while, you might as well ask her some questions. So uh, those can also be sent in to the same address, ArtChangerUK at uh, sonicrex.com. But yes, that is it. I think nothing more to say. Apart from the fact that I've been Archon GK, this has been Radio Redux, and I'll see you next time. Bye bye for now.